Shalom, friends, and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole scripture every year. We follow the weekly Torah portions and we read from the other portions, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 16th of May, and it is a very special day on the Hebrew calendar, the 25th of Iyar and the 40th day of the Omer counting, which is the day when the Messiah ascended into heaven from the Mount of Olives. Acts 1, 1 through 12 tells that story. And he appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. He was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. This same Yeshua, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. This week our parasha is called Bamidbar, which means in the wilderness, and today we're going to start with Numbers chapter 2. Before we begin our readings, we'll take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe and to Aaron, saying, The sons of Israel shall encamp every man by his own standard, with the banners of their fathers' houses. They shall encamp around the tent of meeting at a distance from it. Those who encamp on the east side toward the sunrise shall be of the standard of the camp of Yehuda, according to their divisions. The prince of the children of Yehuda shall be Nachshon, the son of Aminadav. And his division, and those who were counted of them, were 74,600. Those who encamp next to him shall be the tribe of Issachar. The prince of the children of Issachar shall be Netanel, the son of Tzuar. His division, and those who were counted of it, were 54,400. The tribe of Zvulun, the prince of the children of Zvulun, shall be Eliav, the son of Chelon. His division and those who were counted of it were 57,400. All who were counted of the camp of Yehuda were 186,400, according to their divisions. They shall set out first. On the south side shall be the standard of the camp of Reuven, according to their divisions. The prince of the children of Reuven shall be Elitzur, the son of Shdeur. His division and those who were counted of it were 46,500. Those who encamp next to him shall be the tribe of Shimon. The prince of the children of Shimon shall be Shlumiel, the son of Tzuri Shaddai. His division and those who were counted of them were 59,300. The tribe of God, the prince of the children of God, shall be Eliasaf, the son of Reuel. His division and those who were counted of them were 45,650. 
All who were counted of the camp of Reuven were 151,450, according to their armies. They shall set out second. Then the tent of meeting shall set out with the camp of the Levites in the middle of the camps. As they encamp, so shall they set out, every man in his place by their standards. On the west side shall be the standard of the camp of Ephraim, according to their divisions. The prince of the children of Ephraim shall be Elishama, the son of Amihud. His division and those who were counted of them were 40,500. Next to him shall be the tribe of Menasheh. The prince of the children of Menasheh shall be Gamliel, the son of Pedatzur. His division and those who were counted of them were 32,200. The tribe of Binyamin, the prince of the children of Binyamin, shall be Avidan, the son of Gidoni. His army and those who were counted of them were 35,400. All who were counted of the camp of Ephraim were 180,100. According to their divisions, they shall set out third. On the north side shall be the standard of the camp of Dan, according to their divisions. The prince of the children of Dan shall be Achiezer, the son of Amishadai. His division and those who were counted of them were 62,700. Those who encamp next to him shall be the tribe of Asher. The prince of the children of Asher shall be Pagiel, the son of Ochran. His division, and those who were counted of them, were 41,500. The tribe of Naphtali, the prince of the children of Naphtali, shall be Achira, the son of Enan. His division, and those who were counted of them, were 53,400. All who were counted of the camp of Dan were 157,600. They shall set out last by their standards. These are those who were counted of the sons of Israel by their fathers' houses. All who were counted of the camps according to their armies were 603,550. But the Levites were not counted among the sons of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moshe. Thus the sons of Israel did, according to all that the Lord commanded Moshe. So they camped by their standards, and so they set out, every one by their families, according to their fathers' houses. That was Numbers, or Bamidbar, chapter 2. Next, we'll be reading from the prophets, and today it is Yirmiyahu, or Jeremiah 8. At that time, says the Lord, they will bring out the bones of the kings of Yehuda, the bones of his princes, the bones of the Kohanim, the bones of the prophets, and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem out of their graves. They will spread them before the sun, the moon, and all the host of heaven, which they have loved, which they have served, 
after which they have walked, which they have sought, and which they have worshipped. They will not be gathered or be buried. They will be for dung on the surface of the earth. Death will be chosen rather than life by all the residue that remain of this evil family, that remain in all the places where I have driven them, says the Lord of hosts. You shall tell them, this is what the Lord says. Do men fall and not rise up again? Does one turn away and not return? Why then have the people of Jerusalem fallen back by a perpetual backsliding? They cling to deceit. They refuse to return. I listened and heard, but they did not say what is right. No one repents of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Everyone turns to his course, as a horse that rushes headlong in the battle. Yes, the stork in the heavens knows her appointed times. The turtle dove, the swallow, and the crane observe the time of their coming. But my people do not know the judgment of the Lord. How do you say, We are wise, and the Torah of the Lord is with us? Indeed, the pen wrought in vain, in vain the scribes. The wise men are disappointed, they are dismayed and trapped. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. What kind of wisdom is in them? Therefore, I will give their wives to others, and their fields to those who will possess them. For every one from the least even to the greatest is given to covetousness. From the prophet even to the Kohanim, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Shalom, Shalom, when there is no Shalom. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. They could not blush. Therefore they will fall among those who fall. In the time of their visitation, they will be cast down. Says the Lord, I will utterly consume them, says the Lord. No grapes will be on the vine, no figs on the fig tree, and the leaf will fade. The things that I have given them will pass away from them. Why do we sit still? Assemble yourselves. Let us enter into the fortified cities, and let us be silent there. For the Lord our God has put us to silence, and given us poisoned water to drink, because we have sinned against the Lord. We looked for shalom, but no good came, and for a time of healing, and behold, dismay. The snorting of his horses is heard from Dan. The whole land trembles at the sound of the neighing of his strong ones, for they have come and have devoured the land and all that is in it the city and those who dwell therein. For behold, I will send serpents, adders among you, which will not be charmed, and they will bite you, says the Lord. Oh, that I could comfort myself against sorrow. My heart is faint within me. Behold, the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people from a land that is very far off, is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? 
Why have they provoked me to anger with their engraved images and with their foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer has ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I mourn, and dismay has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilad? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Oh, that my head were waters, and my eyes a spring of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. That was Yegamiyahu, or Jeremiah, chapter 8. Today our portion from the writings is Eov, or that's Job, 29. Moreover, Eov continued his discourse and said, Oh, that I were as in the months of old, as in the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone on my head, and by his light I walked through darkness. As I was in my prime, when the friendship of God was in my tent, when Shaddai was yet with me, and my children were around me, when my steps were washed with butter, and the rock poured out streams of oil for me, when I went out to the city gate, when I prepared my seat in the street, the young men saw me and hid themselves. The aged rose up and stood. The princes refrained from talking and laid their hand on their mouth. The voice of the nobles was hushed, and their tongue stuck to the roof of their mouth. For when the ear heard me, then it blessed me, and when the eye saw me, it commended me, because I delivered the poor who cried, and the fatherless also who had no one to help him. The blessing of him who was ready to perish came on me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My justice was as a robe and a diadem. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy, and I researched the cause of him who I did not know. I broke the jaws of the unrighteous and plucked the prey out of his teeth. Then I said, I will die in my own house. I will count my days as the sand. My root is spread out to the waters, and the dew lies all night on my branch. My glory is fresh in me, and my bow is renewed in my hand. Men listened to me, waited, and kept silence for my counsel. After my words, they did not speak again, and my speech fell on them. They waited for me as for the rain, and their mouths drank as with the spring rain. I smiled on them when they had no confidence, and they did not reject the light of my face. I chose out their way and sat as chief, and I lived as a king in the army, as one who comforts the mourners. That was Yov or Job, 29. Today, our portion from the Apostles is Romans 9. I tell the truth in Mashiach. I am not lying. My conscience testifies 
testifying with me in the Ruach HaKodesh, that I have great sorrow and unceasing pain in my heart, for I could wish that I myself were accursed from Messiah for the sake of my brothers, my relatives according to the flesh, who are Israelites, whose is the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the Torah, the service, and the promises, of whom are the fathers, and from whom is Messiah as concerning the flesh, who is over all, God-blessed forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has come to nothing, for they are not all Israel that are of Israel, neither because they are Abraham's offspring are they all children. But through Yitzchak, your offspring will be named. That is, it is not the children of the flesh who are children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as heirs. For this is a word of promise. At the appointed time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. And not only so, but Rivka also conceived by one, by our father Yitzchak, for being not yet born, neither having done anything good or bad, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. It was said to her, The older will serve the younger. As it is written, Yaakov I loved, but Esav I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? May it never be. For he said to Moshe, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I caused you to be raised up, that I might show in you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then, he has mercy on whom he desires, and he hardens whom he desires. You will say then to me, Why does he still find fault? For who withstands his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed ask him who formed it? Why did you make me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make from the same lump one vessel for honor and another for dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on vessels of mercy, which he prepared beforehand for glory, us whom he also called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. As he says also in Hosea, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, who was not beloved. It will be that in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. As Yeshayahu cries out concerning Israel, If the number of the sons of Israel are as the sand of the sea, it is the remnant who will be saved, for he will finish the work 
and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And as Yeshayahu has said before, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and would have been made like Amora. What shall we say then? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, following after a Torah of righteousness, did not attain to the Torah of righteousness. Why? Because they did not seek it by faith, but as it were, by works. For they stumbled over the stumbling stone, just as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and he who believes in him will not be put to shame. That was Romans 9. And now we're going to add a special reading today for um, commemorating the ascension of the Messiah. It will be Acts 1, 1 through 12. The first account I made concerned all things, O Theophilus, that Yeshua began to both do and teach, until the day in which he was received up, after he had given commandments through the Ruach HaKodesh to the emissaries whom he had chosen. To these he also showed himself alive after he suffered by many proofs, appearing to them over a period of forty days, and speaking about the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them, Do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which you heard from me. For Yohanan truly immersed in water, but you will be immersed in the Ruach HaKodesh not many days from now. Therefore, when, he had come, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you now restoring the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has set within his own authority. But you will receive power when the Ruach HaKodesh has come upon you. And you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Samar Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now after he had said these things, as they were looking, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they were looking steadfastly into the sky as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white clothing, who also said, You men of Galil, why do you stand looking up into heaven? This Yeshua, who was received up from you into heaven, will come back in the same way as you saw him going into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. That was Acts 1, 1 through 12. If you are reading through the apostles twice in this year's cycle, you'll be reading Matthew 26, 36 through 75 today also. Well, that's it for today. I pray the word of God will be a blessing and an encouragement to you as you listen. May it fill your hearts with hope and new energy. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.